You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome in to Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful sunshine state of Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to this episode of the podcast. This is episode 137, and we're going to be talking about the Jewish people. I'm going to be diving into uh, the idea of how we as believers ought to be thinking about and considering the Jewish people. It's a unique topic that came to me by uh, by email from a regular listener, so excited to dive in. Before we do that, quick reminder to everyone about the importance of subscribing to the podcast. It's the only way to guarantee that you never miss an episode because whenever you're subscribed, every episode gets delivered directly to your device. So make sure you head on over to whatever podcasting app you're familiar with, hit that subscribe button, or head over to our website, theologyfortherestofus.com. While you're there, you'll see some buttons that'll make it easy for you to subscribe. Hit one of those buttons and make sure you're subscribed. Again, the website is theologyfortherestofus.com. One other bit of business before we dive into the content for this episode, uh, I do have one other podcast uh, that I'm currently uh, you know, actively producing episodes for. I want to promote that. And inter- if you're interested, if you are involved in student ministry or you know someone that is, I want to highly encourage you head on over and check that podcast out. It's specifically designed for anyone that's working in student ministry of any kind, anyone looking to invest in middle school students, high school students, college students. It's a podcast designed to give you inspiration and encouragement as well as tools and resource uh, resources. So check that out uh, at studentministrypodcast.com. All right, now that we've taken care of the business, let's dive into the content uh, for this particular episode. Uh, this uh, topic came to me by email from a regular listener. A guy by the name of Chuck shot me an email. Uh, it was actually quite some time ago, but hadn't hadn't got a chance to get to this one. Chuck, I apologize, but thank you for being a loyal listener and hope this podcast is valuable or the episode or the content I give you is valuable uh, in answering your question. Chuck's question is this. He says this, we know that Jews are special people in, in the eyes of God. But what are we to think of the fact that they don't acknowledge Jesus as being the Son of God? Great question, Chuck. Thank you for sending it in. Uh, if you're not familiar, the Jewish people were basically a, a special group of people that God chose uh, many, many, many centuries ago, in fact, several millennia ago, to be the group of people that he would reveal himself to the world through. They were the instrument or the vehicle that God was going to introduce himself to the rest of the world. So God calls this group of people, calls them to be different. They, they establish their, their own nation, their own culture. Uh, they're, they're different than all the rest of the, of the nations around them. They function very differently in a lot of different ways. And this is the nation that God comes and is a part of. Jesus comes to planet Earth. He is God incarnate, living among us as a human. And uh, the Jewish people were supposed to be the people to receive the Messiah. He would rescue them from their sins. Um, He would be their Messiah for them to follow. And that the Jewish people were then to go into all the world and bring the good news of Jesus to all of the people on the earth. That has always been God's plan for God to use the, the people of Israel to bring his own glory to all the people and all the nations on the earth. This is a theme we see throughout the Old Testament and heading into the New Testament. But of course, we know that uh, there's a large segment of the the Jewish people that reject Jesus, that believe that he is not the Messiah. They refuse uh, to believe him uh, as, as the Messiah, as God. 
and they reject him. Now, it's also important to note that not all the Jewish people did this. Of course, like lots and lots of Jewish people embraced Jesus by the thousands, embraced Jesus and became the, the huge instrument for God to preach the gospel to the rest of the world. So God's original plan of using the Jewish people be, was fulfilled. Like Jewish people went all over the place preaching the gospel. Um, it just wasn't all of the Jewish people. It was only a, a segment of the Jewish population, a large segment of the Jewish population. But of course, uh, the, a lot of the religious leaders of the Jewish people at that time and a lot of influential people amongst the Jewish nation rejected Jesus. So, so what are we to think of the fact that they don't believe in Jesus uh, as the Son of God? Well, as a group, corporately speaking, we ought to acknowledge, acknowledge their flaws. But that's not unique to the Jewish people. We ought to do that with any group of people. Because anytime we acknowledge the flaws of a particular group of people, we're able to learn from them. But if we don't acknowledge the flaws, then we'll never even learn from it. There's great life lessons and spiritual lessons to be learned from, from seeing the flaws of other people, learning from their mistakes. And I think as we study the, the Jewish people throughout the Old Testament and then just Jewish history from the first century on, we can learn a lot of great lessons for our lives and for our spiritual health um, by assessing their flaws. But we should also feel compassion toward the Jewish people who rejected Jesus and compassion toward the people today that reject Jesus. Like We shouldn't be angry. And I think this has been a major flaw in some Christian circles throughout the centuries. There's no, there's no doubt been some anti-Semitic uh, uh, you know, uh, pers- perspectives and sentiment throughout the centuries. There have been people who have been anti-Jewish in a lot of regards because they rejected Jesus. You know, the, the line of thinking goes, well, they rejected Jesus, so I'm angry with them. How dare them? They were disrespectful. And kind of having this bigoted, racist uh, you know, feelings and sentiment toward the Jewish people. And that is absolutely wrong. Whenever a group of people reject the Messiah, we should not be angry with them. We shouldn't want to take vengeance on them. Like That's God's job. The Bible makes it clear that vengeance belongs to the Lord. If he wants to discipline for them for that, if he wants to be angry at them for that, that's between him and his people. That's between God and those individuals. That's none of our business. We have no right to be angry or to seek to be vengeful or bigoted against those group of people. We should not be hard-hearted or angry. Quite the opposite. We should have compassion. We should see these people saying they are still lost and they're stuck in their sin. They have not been rescued from the consequences of their own sin. We should be heartbroken for that. We should long for them to see God for who he is and have compassion and desire for them to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We should always feel that for any group of people that have rejected Jesus, for any individual people that have rejected Jesus. We should not be angry with them. We should not be pissed off that they've rejected God. That's silly. We should be heartbroken and compassionate and moved to pray for them. We, we, we see in the book of Romans, Paul writing about his, his countrymen. He was a Jewish man writing about the Jewish people who rejected the Messiah. And you can see he is he is heartbroken over it. He's anguished. He loves these people. He goes as far as to say, listen, I'd be willing to sacrifice my own soul, my own salvation to save some of my brethren because I love them so much. He was heartbroken. He felt compassionate for them. Like so much over he was willing to suffer condemnation so that some of them could be saved, that that was even possible. Like it's a crazy thought, by the way. I mean, it's unbelievable. What an unbelievable amount of love Paul had for his countrymen. How should we feel about Jewish people that don't believe in Jesus? We should be heartbroken that they've rejected Jesus. We should have compassion for them, and we should be motivated and inspired to pray for them. 
with that in mind, we have to remember that the Jewish people alive today were not the ones rejecting Jesus several centuries back. Right? It wasn't them. We should we don't hold them accountable for the sins of the people of their past. Right? It's okay to acknowledge the sins and the crimes of of previous generations of, of different nations. Okay, it's perfectly okay, and hopefully we learn from them. But we should not hold people accountable today for their for the sins of the predecessors before them. I mean, example. I mean, Adolf Hitler during, during the 1930s and 1940s led the Nazi regime and, and they slaughtered and you know, it tried to extinguish uh, large groups of people, mainly the Jewish people. They, they, they killed and murdered and tortured more than 12 million people over the course of several, several years, uh, you know, throughout the years during World War II. Like, this is an incredible crime against humanity committed by Adolf Hitler and the Nazi party. Now, do we get mad at Germans today for doing that? Like, no, because they didn't do it. They weren't there. They weren't even alive yet. Like, in most cases, their parents weren't even alive yet. Like, that's that's not appropriate to be bigoted or angry against Germans today for the sins of the Nazi party uh, almost, you know, 80 or 90 years ago. That, that would not be an appropriate thing to hold against them. In the same way, it's not appropriate today to look at Jewish people and hold it against them individually that the Jewish people of old rejected the Messiah. It's important to remember that we treat individual Jewish people today as we would treat any unbeliever today. We would treat them with someone, we would treat them with love and compassion, and we would seek to demonstrate to them the love of Jesus. We would seek to articulate and preach the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we would, and we would hopefully be inspired and motivated to pray for them, moved by compassion to beseech the Lord on their behalf, hoping and praying that they would come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. We should honor and value the Jewish people for being the nation that, that God used to reveal himself to the world. We, we ought to appreciate the Jewish people for being the nation that God chose to bring forth the Messiah, to rescue us from the consequences of our own sins, and to reconcile us back to God. That is something we should be thankful for. And we should never be bigoted or frustrated or angry for the Jewish people because of something that their ancestor did several millennia ago. And we should look at Jewish people today with the same heart that Paul looked at Jewish people in his day with a heartbroken compassion and a desire to see them come to faith in Jesus. That's how we ought to be thinking about Jewish people today. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope this has been helpful and insightful. hope this has been encouraging and also challenging in some regards. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like me to address on the podcast, please feel free to shoot me an email. Or if you think you know someone that would make a great interview guest, you can also shoot me an email. For either one, the address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. If you'd like to connect with me personally, the best place to do that is on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. Another reminder, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode of the podcast. And if you're in student ministry or you know someone in student ministry, check out my other podcast, the Student Ministry Podcast. The website is studentministrypodcast.com. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. Yeah.